The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. We know you would like to sit next to him in the dugout or in his office, but this is your chance to chat with the manager of the Minnesota Twins. This is the Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer. Made in Minnesota, it's how memories are created and legends are made. Now, here are the hosts of the Paul Molitor Show, Chris Atterbury and Jack Morris. Well, good morning. A happy Father's Day. It's a Father's Day edition of the Paul Molitor Show. Jack Morris is here. Paul Molitor is here. I am Chris Atterbury. The Paul Molitor Show is sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. How memories are created and legends are made. And gentlemen, first and foremost, to both of you, a happy Father's Day this Sunday morning. Appreciate that. Yeah. And to you guys. Thank you. Happy right? Father's Day to you guys. Well, let's just let's just start there. Yeah. I mean, the, the link between <laughs> fathers and sons and baseball and, and and parents and their children in this game is long and storied. You know, the stuff they make movies about, write books about. Uh, Paul, start with you. We'll work over to Jack. Just you, the influence of your dad as far as uh, your love of the game and then getting sure. into the game. Sure. Well, I, I think, you know, there are certain days throughout the year that we kind of reflect on different parts of our life. Father's Day, certainly for me. Um, you know, I, I was I was blessed. My dad, you know, he eight eight kids, um, work ethic through the roof and just, really you know pride himself on being a provider and uh of both things that we needed as well as love and support and always there now he was one of those dads that was always at practice telling you you know uh to do it he just come out and be supportive um yeah so i'm very grateful very grateful yeah my dad i i uh i feel very fortunate we just celebrated last week his 90th birthday and uh, he's still kicking and hang, hanging in there pretty good, really. I, I'm surprised that we lost mom this last winter, and I think he's adjusting well. But I, I reflect back, and some of my fondest memories are, you know, as a young kid, Dad pushed my brother and I quite hard. And everybody everybody that knew my brother and I knew my dad was that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, he got to a point, and I think it was around high school, where he realized that maybe that approach isn't, you know, necessary anymore. And he did back off, and... You know, at that point, I think it was just more about support and uh, being there and knowing that he he felt like he had taught us what he could about motivation and determination, those kind of things. And, and he backed off, and it was great. But when I think about Father's Day and Dad, I think about our fishing trips to Canada. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's crazy how we have a, a job that has become our lifelong love, and that's sure. the game of baseball. But yet, there's something special about those places that Dad and Mom took us to uh, when I was a young kid that are imprinted in my mind and my memory forever. And I know one of the real special ones, uh, you got to bring your son Miles with you, with your dad, get everybody all in the same boat there for a time. And now both of you guys get to bring your young boys to the ballpark and your young daughter as well. And I know that's a special time for you. And that's something that when you took this job, Paul, that was important to balance what what the family and and the time here and all of those things. It's always that, uh, you know, being in the game is, you know, couldn't be any better, you know, being a part of Major League Baseball. But the tricky part is certainly family. And uh, it's been, you know, Sundays we kind of keep family day out here and kids come out. Uh, my son's actually playing in a tournament down in Red Wing today. But my daughter Julie is out here with me today. So uh, you just try to remember when you have time, invest it. It, it. it comes back. It's a good thing. Yeah, very good thing. Very cool thing. And uh, I know that uh, today is a special day for, for a lot of people. We've got some baseball to talk about as well. The Yankees are in town. It'll be the Twins. And the Yankees, uh, Twins trying to avoid the four-game sweep. And, Paul, yesterday is one of those days where it, it was all going the way you scripted it. 
right up until it wasn't. And uh, I, I know when the bullpen door came open, you had a plan. The, the plan uh, didn't quite work out the way exactly you guys wanted it to. You battled to the end. Suzuki, yeah. a phenomenal at bat against Aroldis Chapman. Uh, but had to be, again, one of those very, very well, frustrating days for you. It, it, it's tough. I, it, You know, you get kind of uh, at a loss for words sometimes. Uh, we've lost some games that we deserved to lose yesterday, you know, as well as we played, as well as we pitched. Um, you do have a plan trying to get those last six outs there, and it, it, it kind of went up in smoke. So um, try to regroup. Try to find a way to come back and play a good game today, starting with Urban's uh, hopefully on the mound and uh, see where we go. But that that was a really tough one. You kind of walk out of the park yesterday and go, you know, how did that happen? But that's kind of been the nature of our season. Paul, with that in mind, I just have to ask the men- mental approach to baseball. You could almost sense that the Yankees felt that there's still an opportunity right. late in that game. And when Ricky left after pitching so well um, – you know, the door opened for sure. them. And and I think you played on them, I played on right. them. The kind of teams that just sense that this is our time, never gave and given up hope. Do you feel like your team will get to that point eventually? And I, I'm assuming sure. the answer is yes. Um, but can they do it without ever experiencing the tough times to understand how to get through well, it? Well, I, I think going through it, it you know, helps you um, eventually get to that point. point. And you're right. I think that the Yankees thought, you know, throughout that game, even as well as Ricky was pitching, just hang in there, just hang in there, just hang in there. And uh, you know, you can kind of feel that from the other, from the opponent. Um, you know, we we try to. That's what you want to build on your team. You know, mm-hmm. for us uh, facing the Yankees, it's you can almost feel that we need to be ahead going in late because of the fact that their bullpen is what it is. So the, it's a lot of it's about the personnel and those type of things. But I think teams see our record. They, they see how we're kind of running our bullpen, different things, and I, I think it gives people hope that they can come back. You know, it's, it's just kind of the way things are right now. Yeah. And, and it doesn't change until you put a bunch of zeros until you up put and a, beat them. Until yeah. you start stymieing and you do those things and win those games, um, you can maybe change some of that. Now, this is the Paul Molitor Show. The phone number is 877-388-9467. If you've got a question, maybe you want to share a Father's Day story of your own. Again, it's 877-38-TWINS. It's the Paul Molitor Show. We'll step aside. We're back in a moment. This is your home for Twins Baseball. In the history of Minnesota baseball, there's one name that means legend, Killebrew. So when you gather together this summer, there's only one old-fashioned root beer that delivers that Hall of Fame taste to thirsty fans everywhere. That's Killebrew. Your whole family will love Minnesota-made Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Pick up a cold, frothy Killebrew root beer at Target Field. Then cheer on the fun. Killebrew root beer. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Hi folks, Paul Molitor here for Continental Diamond. I've been a customer for years for one simple reason. They make you feel so comfortable. Then there's a selection of diamonds and fine jewelry that is second to none. The fantastic customer service and the great value. Okay, that's a grand slam of reasons why I encourage you to visit Continental Diamond when you're looking to make a jewelry purchase. The readers of Minnesota Bride have voted them best jeweler for six years running. That says it all. Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. Cancel cable for CenturyLink Prism TV and get tons of HD channels, whole home DVR, and a wireless set-top box. Move your TV anywhere there's power, even outside. 
It's so much entertainment, you might feel like a Hollywood insider. Oh, excuse me. I hate to be that guy, but I ordered water with a spritz of lemon. This tastes like a squeeze. Just don't go to Hollywood. Switch at cprismtv.com or call 855-757-MYTV. Service may not be available in your area. Residential customers only. Restrictions, limitations, and monthly fees will apply. Contact CenturyLink for details. Running mates Joe Mauer and Eduardo Nunez need your help getting elected into the MLB All-Star Game. There's just one catch. Despite a red-hot start, Nunez isn't even on the ballot. There's only one thing to do. Write him in. Don't settle for the same old candidates. You deserve better. You deserve Mauer Nunez in 2016. Submit your votes at twinsbaseball.com slash vote. This message brought to you by Mauer Nunez 2016. I'm Eduardo Nunez. And this is Joe Mauer. And, and I approve this message. message. You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. It's the Paul Molitor Show. It's brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. How memories are created, legends are made. We had a little Killebrew Root Beer just through the window here yesterday. Managed to sneak a bit of it into the studio. Never a bad thing on a, on a warm summer day. Uh, we're talking about starting pitching, guys. Uh, Ricky Nolasco pitched very well yesterday. Irvin Santana goes today, Paul. And in talking with some of the Angels folks who've known him for a long time mm-hmm. after his start in Anaheim, uh, Mark Langston in particular, uh, they kept asking them about movement. They said it just looks like Irvin is throwing hard but doesn't have some of the movement which he's always been known for. He's always been known as a guy who can be really filthy with his movement. Is that something you've seen as well, and is that something that you can tweak, that, that you can root out a reason for? Uh, you know, Jack, a better voice on starting pitching than mine. Uh, my take on it has been um, – a couple things. I think the movement point is very valid. I, I think when, when Irvin is on a roll, he doesn't come out there at maximum effort right out of the gate. Um, I, I think that because of his inability to string together consecutive good starts or many innings together, that he decided he's going to come out and try to use his velocity to change his course. And I, I think that's been part of the conversation over the past five days is is how to use his velocity, how to have that little reserve, trust the movement a little bit more, and just continuing to try to slow himself down. It seemed like for a while there was a two, three starts where it seemed like he was pitching. He wanted to get off the field so fast that maybe it took away his ability to concentrate on each pitch he was making. So we're trying to slow him down a little bit. Don't try to come out and overpower everybody start the game. Just pitch, and uh, hopefully you'll get some of that movement back. I wish you could put the word confidence in a jar, open the top of the jar and hand it to somebody and just have it go through their body because that alone can change the way people approach their, their work ethic, Mm -hmm. the way they are out there. I think, I think confidence in, in people have said to me and asked me, you know, well, your veteran player shouldn't have any problem with that. Well, it's the reality of, of how hard major league baseball is that every day you're only as good as your last time out. And I, I see that with sure. not only Irvin, but several pitchers and, and some of the players. I, I think it's valid, Jack, that uh, it doesn't matter. You know, you could be a high-end player, high-end pitcher, and, and you've been around the game. And all of a sudden, um, success becomes very elusive. Yeah. You know, you try to, you know, you talk about opening up a jar of confidence. I, I wish that when you were going well, you could somehow bottle that, and so you can pull it out when right. you go through those tough times. But it just doesn't work that way. Um, there are times as a hitter, you know, everything seems slow and you feel like you're in the right place. And other times the batting box or the batter's box feels foreign and you're not sure what you're looking at. And it's just, it's just not easy to keep going 
day after day, week after week, year after year. You're going to go through these struggling times. Speaking of confidence, you know, Tommy Malone is back now. Yes. And just as we saw last year, uh, had some issues up here, went down and just dominated AAA hitters. And now he comes back. He pitched well when he came back last year. Sure. Is part of that confidence going down there and getting a bunch of guys out yeah. and starting to feel like you're that guy again? I, I think some of it's confidence. I mean, we see it more so in young players, I think, as far as regaining confidence. And uh, they come up here and they struggle. They have to go back down there and find it. For a veteran, sometimes maybe that's the same case in Tommy's instance. I, I don't think he really lost confidence when he was up here. Um, the results weren't great. We, we We changed it out. We had some roster issues. Um, and like he did last year, he went down there and he performed and he regrouped and, and he, he took the uh, demotion, if you will, uh, and took advantage. And, and he needed he, he needed to pitch well yeah. down there, mm-hmm. and he did. And uh, opportunity came up again, and, and now he's back. I'm not trying to turn this in any direction, but I just want your take on this. I've been told that there is a significant difference between AAA ball nowadays and yeah. the major leagues. And I'm just curious what your take would be of, you know, how much can be accomplished. I get it when when there's a young player that's called to the big leagues and has trouble and, sure. and gets back to AAA almost like he never spent enough time in AAA to get to the big leagues. But with a veteran player, are they really learning what they're supposed to learn? Or You know, I mean, I know it's a confidence issue, but are they accomplishing in AAA what they need to be able to do to be successful in the big leagues? I don't know if we'll ever have that answer black and white. I, I do think that there's been some separation that has increased over the years between AAA and the big leagues. And, and, and the big thing about regaining confidence is you're going down there into an environment where you don't have the day-to-day stress and expectation. Uh, not that you don't need to perform, but the, the, the focus on you uh, is less. And I think it clears out some of the clutter and guys get back to playing. But, you know, we know Tommy Malone and some of our other guys, you know, Byron and Rosario's down there tearing it up right now, and and uh, I think Terry uh, points are valid. You got to let these guys do this for a period of time before you say, "Well, he's done that on there for a couple of weeks. He's hit 350. Bring him back." It's just you want it to be built up over a period of time. Now we got to take another time out. This is the Paul Molitor Show. Back with more Jack and Paul on a Father's Day Sunday right here on your home for Twins baseball. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's perfect. Allison, wait. Are you texting and driving? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Friday night happy hour starts early in Target Field's Barrio. Gate 6 opens early during every Friday home game, so fans can enjoy exclusive drink deals from 4.30 to 5.30. Start your Friday night party in the Barrio at Target Field. Oh, hi. Do you know what this is the sound of? It's the sound of me getting rewarded for doing my part to prevent wildfires. See, right now I'm getting a big, remarkably heartfelt bear hug from Smokey Bear. Thanks, big guy. And now we're shaking. Okay. First I made sure there were no low-hanging branches when I set up my campfire. Hey, Smokey, let me down for just a second. I need to make sure everyone can hear this. Uh, There we go. Then, when we were packing up to leave, I drowned out my campfire, stirred it, drowned it out again, and then made sure to feel it if it was cold. Oh, Smokey Bear really loves it when you do that, don't you, Smokey? Oh, he lets his hugs do the talking. 
Visit SmokeyBear.com to learn tips to prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Feel the pull, Twins fans. That's the force of Target Field, drawing you and your friends into the diamond-shaped center of the universe, where stars like Brian Dozier and Trevor Plouffe blast baseballs to the surface of the sun, where you can get nachos in a helmet and donuts in a bucket. The theory of relativity is cool and all, but no science can explain the need to see a Twins game. It's a phenomenon, like gravity, like Joe Maurer's beard, like how the Twins are your ticket to summer. This is the Paul Molitor Show. It's brought to you, as always, by Killebrew Root Beer. Boy, get yourself some of that today. Get some for Dad. It's going to be a nice, hot, steamy summer Sunday as the Twins take on the New York Yankees. And, Paul, uh, a lot going on in terms of the roster this uh, past week. Oswaldo Arcia off the roster. Danny Santana back from injury. Glenn Perkins done for the year. Uh, Phil Hughes done for quite a while. Uh, Miguel Sano working his way back. Let's start at that point. Sure. Uh, Miguel hit yesterday the last couple of days. If and when he was ready in light of the hamstring, is that a situation where you'll have to keep him out of maybe the outfield for a while, maybe try to get him at bats in a different way because sure. of the nature of that injury? Well, first of all, he's he's chomping at the bit. Um, I think he thinks he's more ready than he is, and that's not a knock. He wants to get back in there. He wants to get out and rehab as soon as possible. Uh, medically, we're concerned that it hasn't quite healed and the running is not 100%. And you get in a situation where you got to really bust it, and then, and then you go backwards. So mm-hmm. we're trying to be careful there. Um, you know, we're I've had some thoughts about how to integrate him back into our lineup and, and where his at-bats might show up uh, on a given day. And I'm open-minded. Um, you know, we we have a kind of a mixed bag of who's playing in the outfield and, and the shuttle back and forth from Rochester. But uh, it, it's going to be a little bit of a challenge to be, be somewhat – creative and, and try to figure out what's best for our team and where to insert him in the lineup as far as where he's playing. Paul, uh, recently you've had an opportunity to get Eduardo Escobar back into the ball game. Uh, Nunez was so good for so long, but you've found opportunities now to get him back in the lineup, and he seems to have responded well again uh, offensively for sure. Well, it's uh, it's one of those things where you, know, you hate to lose a starting role because of injury. Um, Nunez is been our best player you know day in and day out and he's still getting his hits and he's still giving me good at bats it's not 340 now it's 315 320 but uh he's, he's playing good baseball so i'm trying to find him uh and keep him in the lineup at the same time escobar we've seen value last couple of years no doubt and uh offense hadn't been there through the first part of the season for him and like you said, the last three days, he's, he's putting together some good at-bats. So I got him back in there playing shortstop today. We got a little bit of a change in terms that for the first time, I think, this year, we're going to see Trevor Plouffe over at first base today. And uh, it, it's a way to uh, get Esco in there and keep Nooney in there. And uh, uh, we're going to put Park back on the bench today. It was good to see him hit one out yesterday. He's been kind of searching as well. So it's just kind of a daily a daily thing of, of trying to put the pieces together and see where they show up. Your young outfielders, Kepler Buxton. Uh, Kepler has shown some signs. He's done some things. 
uh, offensively that we haven't seen him do uh, prior. And then Byron has kind of got in another one of these strikeout funks for yeah. him. The defense obviously has still been sure. quite good for Byron. What do you look for on a daily basis with those two guys in terms of their continued growth? Are you focused more on their process than their results or a combination of both? Well, I'm I, I just going to say that I, I have a lot of confidence in our development people. I've worked with them for a long time. Uh, there are some things you can't prepare players for, um, the pace of the game, the, the pressure, the expectation up here. And Max is still kind of learning some of those things. I think the moments get big for him. Uh, he responded last homestand with that game winner. Uh, but he's still trying to find his way, a lot, of it, a lot of talent in there. So we're giving him a chance really for the first time to play somewhat consistently. Byron has shown uh, some ability to make adjustments after his latest trip to Rochester. But as you mentioned, <clears throat> the last few days, I, I think it's getting back into his head about trying not to strike out and uh, find ways to put the ball in play. It seems like when he does have a good swing, a good recognition on a particular pitch, he fouls it back, and then he's got to fight with two strikes, and he's still having trouble with that off-speed stuff late in the count. So I got him out of there today, uh, try to refresh his brain a little bit, and hopefully between today and tomorrow he'll come back ready to go on Tuesday. It's the Paul Molitor Show. We have to take one final timeout. When we come back, we'll wrap things up here on your home for Twins Baseball. An ode to Twins fans by Target. We adore you decked out in your navy and red, often hidden under parkas and hats on your head. You've gone to Fort Myers for a spring training game, and at gate 34, they know you by name. You come to the game, whether rain, sleet, or snow, the most loyal and dedicated fans that we know. You cheer extra loud when the mascots all race. Your voice is a song we want to hear every day. You make our hearts skip a beat like no one else can. Because at Target, we're a fan of the fans. Hey, Twins fans, now is your shot to win playing one-day fantasy baseball at DraftKings.com, the official one-day fantasy baseball partner of your Minnesota Twins. With one-day fantasy baseball at DraftKings, you can play when you want with the players you want, and DraftKings is bringing the excitement of the game to a whole new level. With every strikeout and every monster home run, bringing you closer to victory. Just pick two pitchers and eight position players, stay under the salary cap, and outscore the competition to win. Go to DraftKings.com now and use promo code MNTWINS to play free today. There's two ways to enjoy the Hall of Fame taste of Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Traditional glass bottles and six-packs or by the case, or the go-anywhere, chill-instantly, non-breakable, resealable aluminum bottles. Choose your fun and create a legendary memory today. Minnesota-made Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Available at Cub Foods for your next get-together. Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. This is Dave St. Peter, president of the Minnesota Twins, on behalf of Minnesota Eye Consultants. Minnesota Eye is the preferred ophthalmology group of the Minnesota Twins and is a generous supporter of the Minnesota Twins Community Fund. I had my corrective eye surgery at Minnesota Eye, as have several of our players and support staff. If you have special eye care needs or wish to learn more about vision correction without glasses or contacts, contact Minnesota Eye Consultants. Go to mneye.com. For your eyes, do what the Twins do and see Minnesota Eye. The following is a message from the Twins, Beyond Hope Park. Twins fans, 여러분, 박병호 발코니 데이에 많이 참석해 주시고 기념 모자도 받아가 주세요. Beyond Hope Park invites you to Beyond Hope's balcony when the Twins take on the Athletics on Tuesday, July 5th. Fans purchasing the special ticket package will receive seating in Target Field's deck seating area and an exclusive Park Bang T-shirt. This offer is only available through TwinsBaseball.com/park. 
You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. It's our final segment. It's the Paul Molitor Show, and it's brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. And uh, Jack Morris, Paul Molitor here in studio, Twins and Yankees later today. Irvin Santana, hard-throwing Nathan Avaldi for the New York Yankees. And, guys, the Yankees have a whole different cast of characters. Uh, it's not Ruth Gehrig DiMaggio out there in the lineup, <laughs> but there's something about that gray uniform that still, whether it's fans or, or whatever, there's still something about that gray uniform that gets people fired up. And I guess... For as long as there's baseball, there's going to be some sort of cachet to that interlocking NY logo. Well, I don't know how Jack feels, but I, I, I always felt that as a player. And, and I, I played against the Yankees when they weren't great. They had a stretch there for a while after the late 70s before they kind of got it back together into the 90s and they put together that nice run of championships under Torrey. But, yeah, the Yankee logo, it uh, it's it's the most recognizable logo in our sport, and it's certainly global in terms of people that see it and they know what it means. So... Um, but they they got a nice team, um, a lot of veterans, uh, guys that are playing well. You look at people like Beltron and uh, guys that are still continuing to, pre- continuing to perform. And they got a nice little formula. Their, their rotation is starting to come together. You have all their young, talented guy, a hard thrower. Um, Sabathia is back on track. And uh, certainly a, a team that if they have leads late, they got a good chance to hold on. So um, – We've had opportunities here these last three days. We, we all know that. And then, you know, today we got a chance to win, win another game. We'll see these guys again next weekend for three more. Paul, when I when I think about the Yankees, what they're doing, uh, different personnel, no question about it. But I see a team that's as close to the Kansas City Royal formula of late in the bullpen as any team. And I think it always comes down to the personnel. They've got Miller, Batances, and Chapman late and that's a pretty good combination. Well, I, when you think about Patanzas and how he emerged here in the last couple of years and looked like he was going to be a bona fide long-term closer solution. Mm. And uh, next thing you know, two years removed, he's pitching seventh inning. So um, it's a tough combination. You know, Chapman, you know, we, we got to him a couple times yesterday, but that's no fun for anybody to face that kind of velocity. And, and Miller has really refined himself uh, in terms of, just nasty on lefty and righties. Uh, maybe one of the best sliders in the game right now, as well as he can still get up to 97. So they do know how to protect leads. There's no doubt about that. When you look at Andrew Miller, to me, he's a guy, if you've got young, talented players, you look at and say, w- look at his career arc. He came up with a lot of hype. He was a, a top pick, but he didn't have success right away. He labored in a couple of roles. He moved around to a couple of teams, but he's made himself into – it didn't just happen. He made himself back into – a dominant guy. Yeah, let me interrupt here because it leads to my next question for you, Paul, and that is uh, Terry Ryan recently has been quoted as, you know, not ready to make huge changes here, and, and I get uh, some of his philosophy. Um, Tom Kelly always used to say it takes X amount of time to really evaluate a team coming out of spring training. What are your thoughts with the young players on how long fans – can sit and watch their growth to determine whether or not they are legitimate pieces to the puzzle long-term or they're not going to fit in uh, down the road. Sure. Well, I I understand that there's a lot of reaction out there because of our record and how we played. Uh, I don't think you want to push the blow-up button. You do have to evaluate constantly where we're going the rest of this year as well as pieces that will be around here for long-term and as I, I still envision winning here. I Hopefully it's it's quicker than later, but we got to figure out who's going to be a part of that. All right, great way to end it. All right, guys, happy Father's Day one more time. Paul, best too. of luck yep. with the Yankees today. For Jack and Paul, I'm Chris. This is the Paul Molitor Show, and this is your home for Twins Baseball.
You have been listening to The Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. It's how memories are created and legends are made. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network.